Welcome to Poolcast Ken Lions 2018. Um, I'm now joined with Scarlett Montaro, the co-founder of Crack Insider and a creative at 18 Feet and Rising. Um, Scarlett, you've been out here doing a panel discussion have, on yeah. Monday. Do you want to tell me a little bit about how that went? Yeah, it went really well. Um, it was called Advertise That You Give a Damn. And we discussed the future of effectiveness in purpose-led advertising. And it was a really interesting debate. And um, let's actually skip that. Let's go back to the Crack Insider. That's the thing I'm most interested in. Can okay. you tell me a little bit about what Crack Insider is? Yeah, so Crack Insider is my side hustle. Um, I've been running it for about three years. Um, and it's a shop where you can buy essential items for homeless people. And we take those items that have been bought and distribute them around shelters and soup kitchens in London. And we've also launched in San Francisco and New York and Bournemouth. And we're launching in Brighton this year. So it's been a busy three years. But and are these physical stores? Um, yeah, we always do a pop-up shop in each location and then yeah. we sell online. The bulk of our sales are obviously online, but um, yeah, we try and have a physical space as well so people can come in and meet us and see the stock because we've tried to pick items that are really good quality and obviously the items are supposed to be for people that have to survive a cold winter night on the streets. So mm. we want to show people what the products are actually made of. And what made you come up with that idea? We were just in a cafe once and a homeless person, me and my co-founder, Charlotte Kramer, were in a coffee shop once and a homeless guy came up to us and asked us for some spare change. And we said no and we turned him away. And we kind of looked at each other and thought, God, we are awful. Why did we do that? Um, and we kind of looked around and saw everyone else was turning him away too. And we kind of figured that there's a real problem here. People don't want to give cash to the people that need it the most. And we kind of figured out that it's because people think it's going to be spent on crack insider. Mm. That's where the name came from. And yeah, we tried to figure out a way that people could still help the homeless people that they're walking past every day because people are feeling incredibly guilty about it. Um, but in a way that didn't involve handing over cash, that just meant that they could go on and buy a jacket or a backpack or socks, hat and glove set. And then they know that those items are being directly taken to homeless people. And what was the hardest part of starting that up? I would say not having any money. <laughs> um, we managed to start the whole thing for about £614 between the two of us. Yeah. We just had to kind of That's think a very out. specific number. <laughs> yes. Well, we kind of had to figure it out because we were working out our ROI and all that stuff in the end. But it, we were quite proud of it because we managed to make a huge impact. We raised over $100,000 in public donation and distributed about 9,000 items to homeless people, which yeah, 614 pounds, I remember that figure. <laughs> but yeah, I think that, and also figuring out how to get it into the hands of homeless people. Mm. Um, we didn't have the money to start um, our own distribution fleet of vans. So we had to kind of tap into existing infrastructure. So we used shelters and soup kitchens. So we managed to get it into a place where the processes worked really well. And yeah, it, it took off and it was surprisingly easy, in fact and we've loved doing it so if there is a lesson in that it's that starting a side project is something that you should definitely do yeah and how does this tie into the, the day job um it didn't necessarily tie into the day job which is why i started it so i've always been an advocate for purpose-led advertising and i genuinely believe that when you're putting something out into the world as an advertiser you have a responsibility to make the world a better place or to change someone's mind and we, I didn't feel like I was really fulfilling that in my job. Um, I wasn't really getting the briefs or working on the clients that believe the same things as me. 
So I, in order to help me sleep at night, <laughs> I decided to start a side project that actually did help people. So, but thankfully now what's happened, weirdly enough, is that that social impact work that I do on the side has become kind of my thing. Yeah. And I've ended up being able to bring that into my day job. So I work for 18 Feet and Rising, which is the UK's first uh, creative agency to be given the B Corps status. So, you know, Ben & Jerry's in Patagonia are all registered B Corps. It's quite a US thing, but it's starting to make its way over here in the movement. And it's all about doing business in a better way. And I'm really proud to say that I work for them, actually, which I haven't really felt that way about advertising for a long time. Jonathan will be pleased to hear that. <laughs> oh, you know, Jonathan. I don't think there's anyone Jonathan doesn't know. <laughs> so how does all this tie into the talk that you did on Monday? Um, so I think... My side project and the fact that I work for a B Corp gave me the right to stand up and talk about purpose-led advertising. And we really wanted to discuss um, effectiveness and how we measure effectiveness as an industry. And at the moment, it's heavily biased towards ROI and monetary gain and profits and uplift in sales. And we're just wondering if that's the right way of doing things in this we've got so much responsibility and advertising really does have a role to make the world a better place because brands are more powerful than a lot of countries these days. I actually learned that uh, Walmart has more employees than Slovenia has people. Wow. <laughs> so if you're doing Walmart advertising, you have so much power. You are influencing so much. So we, yeah, we just wanted to kind of look at it, examine it a little bit and Something else we found out is that Cannes is brilliant in the sense that it's awarding 50% of its Golden Grand Prix awards are going to purpose-led marketing. So it's obviously something that we're all really passionate about as an industry. But actually 60% of those winners don't even have any societal KPIs in place at all to figure out if they're actually doing any good. Mm. Which we think is just a little bit mad. <laughs> if our objective is to, yes, of course, it's always going to be to sell more stuff, but also we want to clean up, clean up the ocean plastics. We should probably measure whether or not we're cleaning up the ocean plastics. Yeah. And we're not measuring that yet. And we're just sort of celebrating, oh, look, we're doing so well. We, we're intending to do all this stuff. Yeah. But we're not really following it through. So we had Louise Cook, who's um, a econometrician, which is a job title I had to learn about very quickly when I joined this panel. But she's amazing. Um, like if you want your campaign measured, that's who you go to. She's she's won four Grand Prix Effectiveness Awards. She's written papers on it for the IPA. She literally wrote the rule book on econometrics. And actually, she has quite an interesting perspective. She said that actually we probably don't need to measure everything and get so bogged down in the numbers. We should be using our gut a bit more and saying actually are we starting a hashtag here with this campaign or are we actually affecting real change? Mm -hmm. And I think because of the way awards are structured and they're so short term and it's based yearly, as an industry we do go for the, the short term, let's get it to go viral, let's start a hashtag. We don't think of the long term behaviour change that we can really affect through our work. Great. So um, how then will we be able to do this? Um, well, there are a few ways. I think systematically, the way that our awards are structured, being so short-term, we need to look at that and change that because that is how we are incentivised as an industry. You know, everyone wants to win an award. Um, I think also operationally, um, as an agency, we should be 
better at defining our own purpose and practice what we preach. And creatively, I think we need to see every brief as an opportunity to move the world a little bit closer to a place where we actually want to live. And we are actually going to set up, our panel is called Advertise That You Give a Damn. So the acronym is Aligad. Dot com, which we've set up and it's basically at the moment just a type form survey asking people to submit their own opinions on this and how we think we can get towards a better future in the industry and we're going to be hopefully we're going to try and pitch the IPA a new way of um, measuring effectiveness and a long-term approach to it with a, a an ethics effectiveness kind of council that will look at our industry and where That's it's going true like the next hundred years so we'll see yeah it's exciting times so at the end of every interview I ask you to come up with three words that will sum up can I you have to say rosé and I would say knowledge a lot so far and networking met so many great people Brilliant, Scarlett it's lovely to meet you thank you very much thank you so much for having me